Today is May 11th. Welcome to Loving the Word. I'm Reggie. It is great to be here with you today. We will be concluding the book of Deuteronomy today and beginning the book of Joshua. So we're we're really making our way through the Old Testament here. And once we get to Joshua, I will give a brief uh, synopsis of what the book is about. So beginning in Deuteronomy chapter 34, verse 1, we will be ending this book today. Then Moses went up from the plains of Moab to Mount Nebo, to the top of Pisgah, which faces Jericho. And the Lord showed him all the land, Gilead as far as Dan, all of Naphtali, the land of Ephraim and Manasseh, all the land of Judah as far as the Mediterranean Sea, the Negev and the plain and the valley of Jericho, the city of Palms as far as Zor. The Lord then said to him, This is the land I promised Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. I will give it to your descendants. I have let you see it with your own eyes, but you will not cross into it. So Moses, the servant of the Lord, died there in the land of Moab, according to the Lord's word. He buried him in the valley in the land of Moab, facing Beth Peor. And no one to this day knows where his grave is. Moses was 120 years old when he died. His eyes were not weak and his vitality had not left him. The Israelites wept for Moses in the plains of Moab thirty days. Then the days of weeping and mourning for Moses came to an end. Joshua, son of Nun, was filled with the spirit of wisdom, because Moses had laid his hands on him. So the Israelites obeyed him and did as the Lord had commanded Moses. No prophet has arisen again in Israel like Moses, whom the Lord knew face to face. He was unparalleled for all the signs and wonders the Lord sent him to do against the land of Egypt, to Pharaoh, to all his officials, and to all his land, and for all the mighty acts of power and terrifying deeds that Moses performed in the sight of all Israel. That concludes the book of Deuteronomy. Now we begin the book of Joshua. Joshua, um, the book's primary figure gives it its title. Joshua means Yahweh saves, an appropriate name for the man who led Israel under God's command to victorious conquest of the promised land. Scholars believe that Joshua himself or his scribe under his direction penned most of the book. Early chapters include first-hand experiences and military details worthy of being known and recorded by a general. In Joshua 24 verse 26, it refers to Joshua writing a portion of the book himself. After Joshua's death, the high priest Eleazar or Phineas may have supplemented some material in this book that alludes to events after the conquest. The events of the book of Joshua span about 25 years, 
starting soon after the death of Moses, around 1406 BC, before the conquest commenced. The conquest of Canaan took about seven years, and Joshua's final address and subsequent death came almost 20 years later. The book begins with the nation of Israel poised at the banks of the Jordan River, across from Jericho. The book of Joshua records the culmination of Israel's journey to the Promised Land. Here we see God fulfill His promise to give the land of Canaan to Jacob's descendants. Joshua portrays the Lord as their general, the one who would lead his people in victorious battle if they would trust and obey. The big idea about the book of Joshua was that it was written to the descendants of those who conquered the land as a historical account of how they had come to settle there. It celebrates God as general, defender, and king. It shows the geographical boundaries given to each tribe of Israel. Even more significantly, the book of Joshua serves as a connecting narrative between the days of Moses and the days of the judges, during which the book was first circulated, that which Moses began and endured in the wilderness. Joshua was able to claim victoriously in the land. God's promises through the ages were being fulfilled before the people's eyes. In Joshua 21 verse 45 it says, Not one of the good promises which the Lord had made to the house of Israel failed. They all came to pass. And so we begin the book of Joshua, chapter 1 to chapter 2, verse 24. After the death of Moses, the Lord's servant, the Lord spoke to Joshua, son of Nun, Moses' assistant. Moses, my servant, is dead. Now you and all the people prepare to cross over the Jordan to the land I am giving the Israelites. I have given you every place where the sole of your foot treads, just as I promised Moses. Your territory will be from the wilderness and Lebanon to the great river, the Euphrates River, all the land of the Hittites, and west to the Mediterranean Sea. No one will be able to stand against you as long as you live. I will be with you, just as I was with Moses. I will not leave you or abandon you. Be strong and courageous, for you will distribute the land I swore to their fathers to give them as an inheritance. Above all, be strong and very courageous to observe carefully the whole instruction my servant Moses commanded you. Do not turn from it to the right or the left, so that you will have success wherever you go. This book of instruction must not depart from your mouth. You are to meditate on it day and night, so that you may carefully observe everything written in it. For then you will prosper and succeed in whatever you do. Haven't I commanded you, be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or discouraged, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Then Joshua commanded the officers of the people, Go through the camp and tell the people, 
Get provisions ready for yourselves. For within three days you will be crossing the Jordan to go in and take possession of the land the Lord your God is giving you to inherit. Joshua said to the Reubenites, the Gadites, and half the tribe of Manasseh, Remember what, the, what Moses the Lord's servant commanded you when he said, The Lord your God will give you rest, and he will give you this land. Your wives, dependents, and livestock may remain in the land Moses gave you on this side of the Jordan. But your best soldiers must cross over in battle formation ahead of your brothers and help them until the Lord gives your brothers rest as he has given you. And they too possess the land of the Lord your God has given them. You may then return to the land of your inheritance and take possession of what Moses, the Lord's servant, gave you on the east side of the Jordan. They answered Joshua, Everything you have commanded us, we will do, and everywhere you send us, we will go. We will obey you, just as we obeyed Moses in everything. Certainly the Lord your God will be with you, as he was with Moses. Anyone who rebels against your order and does not obey your words and all that you command him, we will put to death. Above all, be strong and courageous. Joshua, son of Nun, secretly sent two men as spies from the Acacia Grove, saying, Go and scout the land, especially Jericho. So they left, and they came to the house of a prostitute named Rahab and stayed there. The king of Jericho was told, Look, some of the Israelite men have come here tonight to investigate the land. Then the king of Jericho sent word to Rahab and said, Bring out the men who came to you and entered your house, for they came to investigate the entire land. But the woman had taken the two men and hidden them. So she said, Yes, the men did come to me, but I didn't know where they were from. At nightfall, when the city gate was about to close, the men went out, and I don't know where they were going. Chase after them quickly, and you can catch up with them. But she had taken them up to the roof and hidden them among the stalks of flax that she had arranged on the roof. The men pursued them along the road to the fords of the Jordan, and as soon as they left to pursue them, the city gate was shut. Before the men fell asleep, she went up on the roof and said to them, I know that the Lord has given you this land, and that the terror of you has fallen on us, and everyone who lives in this land is panicking because of you. For we have heard how the Lord dried up the water of the Red Sea before you when you came out of Egypt, and what you did to Sion and Og, the two Amorite kings, who completely destroyed across the Jordan. When we heard this, we lost heart, and everyone's courage failed because of you. For the Lord your God is God in heaven above and on earth below. Now please swear to me by the Lord that you will also show kindness to my father's family, because I show kindness to you. Give me a sure sign that you will spare the lives of my father 
mother, brothers, sisters, and all who belong to them, and save us from death. The man answered her, We will give our lives for yours. If you don't report our mission, we will show kindness and faithfulness to you when the Lord gives us the land. Then she let them down by a rope through the window, since she lived in a house that was built into the wall of the city. Go to the hill country so that the men pursuing you won't find you, she said to them. Hide there for three days until they return. Afterward, go on your way. The men said to her, We will be free from this oath you made us swear, unless when we enter the land you tie this scarlet cord to the window through which you let us down. Bring your father, mother, brothers, and all your father's family into your house. If anyone goes out the doors of your house, his death will be his own fault, and we will be innocent. But if anyone with you in the house should be harmed, his death will be our fault. And if you report our mission, we are free from the oath you made us swear. Let it be as you say, she replied, and she sent them away. After they had gone, she tied the scarlet cord to the window. So the two men went into the hill country and stayed there three days until the pursuers had returned. They searched all along the way, but did not find them. Then the men returned, came down from the hill country, and crossed the Jordan. They went to Joshua, son of Nun, and reported everything that had happened to them. They told Joshua, The Lord has handed over the entire land to us. Everyone who lives in the land is also panicking because of us. Luke chapter 13 verses 22 through chapter 14 verse 6. He went through one town and village after another, teaching and making his way to Jerusalem. Lord, someone asked him, are only a few people going to be saved? He said to them, make every effort to enter through the narrow door, because I tell you, many will try to enter and won't be able once the homeowner gets up and shuts the door. Then you will stand outside and knock on the door, saying, Lord, open up for us. He will answer you, I don't know you or where you're from. Then you will say, We ate and drank in your presence, and you, and you taught in our streets. But he will say, I tell you, I don't know you or where you're from. Get away from me, all you evildoers. There will be weeping and gnashing of teeth that place when you see Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, and all the prophets in the kingdom of God, but yourselves thrown out. They will come from east and west, from north and south, to share the banquet in the kingdom of God. Note this, some who are last will be first, and some who are first will be last. At that time, some Pharisees came and told him, Go, get out of here. Herod wants to kill you. He said to them, 
Go tell that fox. Look, I'm driving out demons and performing healings today and tomorrow, and on the third day I will complete my work. Yet, it is necessary that I travel today, tomorrow, and the next day, because it is not possible for a prophet to perish outside of Jerusalem. Jerusalem, Jerusalem, who kills the prophets and, the, and stones the hot, those who are sent to her. How often I wanted to gather your children together as a hen gathers her chicks under her wings, but you were not willing. See, your house is abandoned to you. I tell you, you will not see me until the time comes when you say, Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. One Sabbath, when he went in to eat at the house of one of the leading Pharisees, they were watching him closely. There in front of him was a man whose body was swollen with fluid. In response, Jesus asked the law experts and Pharisees, Is it lawful to heal on the Sabbath or not? But they kept silent. He took the man, healed him, and sent him away. And to them he said, which of you whose son or ox falls into a well will not immediately pull him out on the Sabbath day? They could not find no answer to these things. Psalm 79 A Psalm of Asaph God, the nations have invaded your inheritance desecrated your holy temple, and turned Jerusalem into ruins. They gave the corpses of your servants to the birds of the sky for food, the flesh of your faithful ones to the beasts of the earth. They poured out their blood like water all around Jerusalem, and there was no one to bury them. We have become an object of reproach to our neighbors, a source of mockery and ridicule to those around us. How long, Lord, will you be angry forever? Will your jealousy keep burning like fire? Pour out your wrath on the nations that don't acknowledge you, on the kingdoms that don't call on your name. For they have devoured Jacob and devastated his homeland. Do not hold past iniquities against us. Let your compassion come to us quickly for we have become very weak. God of our salvation, help us. For the glory of your name, rescue us and atone for our sins, for your name's sake. Why should the nations ask, where is their God? Before our eyes, let vengeance for the shed blood of your servants be known among the nations. Let the groans of the prisoners reach you according to your great power. Preserve those condemned to die. Pay back sevenfold to our neighbors the reproach they have hurled at you, Lord. Then we, your people, the sheep of your pasture, will thank you forever. We will declare your praise to generation after generation. Proverbs chapter 12 Verse 26 
A righteous person is careful in dealing with his neighbor, but the ways of the wicked lead them astray. This concludes our reading for today. Heavenly Father, we praise you and we glorify you, God. How awesome is your name. How great you are, O Father. There is none like you in heaven or on earth, and no king or kingdom can compare to you, God. No kingdom can come close to your glorious kingdom. You sit high above all rulers and authorities. You have put all things under your feet. You rule on high, God. We submit to your authority today. We submit our lives to what your plans are for us. We give up our own plans, our own ways, our own desires, and we ask that you would replace them with your plans and your will and your desires, God. Father, bring us back to that first love, that burning love that we had for you at the beginning. Jesus, back when we would just love spending time in your presence, spending time in your word. Give us that hunger once again. Father, I pray you bless those listening today, God. Bless their families with peace. Bless their homes with salvation. I pray and speak healing over their bodies, God. Thank you, Father God, that by your stripes we are healed. Thank you that your word is a promise from you, that it is um, it is yes and amen. That heaven and earth will pass away, but your word will never pass away. And that there is power in your word. It is living and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword. So we thank you for your word. Let it bring to light any dark and hidden motive in our hearts, Father God, that is not of you. And may it bring healing to our souls, God. May we walk in wholeness with you and wholeness with one another. In Jesus' name, Amen. Thank you once again for joining me today. It is a joy, honor, and a privilege that you would spend this time with me each and every day. And so thank you for coming along on this journey of a lifetime as we travel through scriptures in a year together. That about wraps it up for today. Share this with a friend. And 
I love you, and I'll be waiting for you here tomorrow.